Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Louis D'Souza on this Monday, March the 11th, 2019. It's 8 a.m. in New York, 5 a.m. in Los Angeles. It is actually 2 p.m., I believe, in London and Sydney, Australia, somewhere around uh, oh midnight or so. But wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And you're probably wondering why I'm not sure about the times, because I usually am, because we just did daylight savings time switch here in the U.S., and I know other parts of the world haven't done that, so it's like my mental calculation all of a sudden is off. Like, oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> Fortunately, that's probably the worst thing that's going to happen today, so it's a good day. And Mondays are supposed to be good days because that's how we get our weeks off to a good start, right, Louis? I mean, we're supposed to feel good. Absolutely. Mother, you know, that's that's like vitally important. Um, and, and actually, that that ties into the. I, I kind of have a topic in mind. Today's mainly a Q and A. So you know, obviously, if you're uh, listening to the live stream, feel free to type in questions and and bring up topics. I'll be glad to discuss them. Uh, but mainly, uh, from my perspective, the topic today is taking control of your own mind and. It's something that everyone needs to do. It's something that can take some time learning how to do. There are a lot of modalities for it. There's you know, meditation. There are mirror exercises, affirmations. There's a whole bunch of things you can do. But it all comes down to one thing, doesn't it? It comes down to taking control of your own mind and saying, you know what? I am going to decide what it is I'm going to focus on instead of my subconscious mind deciding what I'm going to focus on. It's going to be me. Of course, my subconscious is part of me, but nevertheless, it's just taking control. And I, I don't know about you. I think it's an important thing. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to say good morning, everybody, all you LOA fans, um, and good morning, Walt. And also, uh, Walt, it's 12 o'clock in London, not 2. It's 12. Okay, I have the other direction. Okay, sorry about that. Okay. Well, forgive you this time. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, top of the morning to everybody. I'm really excited um, about uh, talking about, yeah, like the topic of focusing the mind, yeah, mm. um, and, and all the things you brought up. So I'd like to dissect them and just go through them a little bit. Yeah, sure. Let's do uh, it. So one of the things you said was, you know, we want to control the mind. So um, what does control the mind mean? Let's let's just break that down into a little more clarity. Mm, that's a good question. Um, I guess for me, so, take, taking control means I'm going to decide what I'm focusing on at all times instead of just going by default or going by what's what, you know, some pre-programmed tape that's playing or, or going by some experience that I experienced in the past and kept focusing on. Now I'm continuing to focus on it. It's me taking control. That's the way I look at it. But I have a feeling you're going to give me another insight. So what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Who's me, Walt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to get really esoteric here. Okay. <laughs> well, the whole thing boils down to digging back into statements that society has made forever, like me, I, controlling mind, all those kind of things. Mm. You need to just dig back and back and back and to see what actually you're saying because we've kind of thrown or banded these words around for so long without having the clarity of what they actually mean. So um, where should we start? Should we start with uh, controlling your mind? So controlling your mind starts, in my opinion, with understanding that you create your own reality with thoughts. Yeah, that's a key portion. If you don't have that, you don't have a whole lot to work with. You don't have a whole lot to work with. No. So it's really, really important to get down to basics. 
Um, and the implications of that one, that statement that we control our reality with our thoughts is massive. It's mind-blowing. It's, it's off the charts, okay? So you start realizing that you can really, truly create and have anything you want. And that is such a, a far cry from where we used to believe or understand we were that it is gargantuous in its proportions. It is really, really quite a, a journey to get from where you are to, to starting to feel that kind of understanding. Mm. So then you, you've got to go to thoughts create your reality, and then you talked about subconscious. So I want to give my explanation for subconscious again. Sure. And then subconscious, of course, a lot of people say, although this is the perception out there in, in society, and the, this guy was talking on the Internet the other day, and he was saying to Abram that he'd been to many courses, and on these courses they were saying to him that 80 to 90% of your life is controlled by your subconscious mind. <laughs> and Abram was saying, of course, no, there's no such thing as a subconscious, or, or mm. more accurately, the word that he was using was unconscious mind. Ah. Okay, so what Abram was saying is that any active vibration you have comes from a conscious thought. And if it is what you, uh, of what you don't want you're likely to be talking about um, something subconscious or unconscious. In other words, because you don't want it, you don't want to take responsibility that you created it in the first place. <laughs> of course. Why would we want to take responsibility exactly. for that? Exactly. <laughs> no, no. It's a subconscious, unconscious doing it. It's not me. It's not me. No, no, no. So we need to really clarify that, that whole idea of what subconscious and unconscious is. It's generally a thought that you have thought that you didn't want that is an active vibration which is popping up and manifesting in your life. Okay? Yeah. So you start realizing, uh, as, as you said in a few po podcasts, is that, gosh, can't I get away with anything? That's yes, right. No, <laughs> One of my favorite jokes. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, and when you get that, you realize that you can change everything, mm. all right? So there's a great plus side to to taking full responsibility for your thoughts. Well, you, you know, one of the reasons I think that that joke is funny for me, I don't know if it's funny for the audience, but it's funny for me, is because when I say to myself, oh, I can't get away with anything, what I'm really saying is this thought keeps coming back and haunting me, and I can't seem to get rid of it, which is mm -hmm. basically me continuing to focus on it, but that's not the way it seems. It seems like it's haunting me. It seems like this thing just won't go away no matter what I do. And that you've got it, these it, evil entities around you. I know they're all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna tear you apart. <laughs> and it's a very confusing perspective to have because when you're in that perspective, well, first of all, it is an, a disempowered perspective, perspective rather. But it's also a perspective of that is very true. Out of control. That's what that when I was talking about control, that's out of control. It's like. Oh my God, I just can't seem to marshal any of my resources because I keep focusing on the same thing over and over again. <laughs> of course, I don't actually add the second part of that comment to the sentence. I, that's always kind of implied and I kind of forget about it. But 
you know, there it is. I'm just continuing to focus on it over and over again. I was experiencing it this morning. Um, yesterday, Louise and I were watching the movie that came out, uh, actually rewatching it for about the third time, Bohemian Rhapsody, the story of Queen, the rock band. That is amazing, isn't it? That's a good oh, movie, man. really good movie, yeah. It, it, it changes your impression of that song. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Well, well, actually, I always had a pretty, I, I liked the song, but I had a negative, uh, impression of the words because it's about killing somebody and I really have no desire to kill anybody. But other than that, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, the problem was. The detail that they went into oh, that song. Tremendous, tremendous detail. And Freddie Mercury was definitely on the right track when he, when he played, uh, I think it was, uh, the aria from Carmen to point out that we need to make this operatic. We need to make this, mm. you know, have have, a, have some volume and some power to it and so forth, which, of course, is what Queen was all about. Lots of, of uh, wattage, shall we say. But um, uh, when when I got past playing the movie and we were enjoying it and it was done, and then I went to bed and I woke up this morning, Bohemian Rhapsody is playing in my head. And my first reaction was to say, oh, stop it, just turn it off. Well, that didn't turn it off. <laughs> Amazingly, it didn't turn what it off. What a surprise. <laughs> and, Maybe you understand about the law of attraction. <laughs> but it's an annoying thing. You, you should be able to say, turn it off, and it should be able to turn it off, and it doesn't, right? Oh, no, wait a minute. I'm feeling powerless again. <laughs> because it's so easy to forget. Oh, all I got to do is change my focus. That's all I got to do. But, and, and even that, if we're not used to changing the subject, can seem like an overwhelming task because the way we often will change the subject in our earliest days of learning how to do this is, okay, I'm going to think about the calculator. Okay, I'm thinking about the calculator. There, I'm done. And then Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody comes back into the mind. He's like, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I didn't totally take my, my attention away. I did it partially for a moment, but I didn't build up a 17 second or 14 second or whatever it is span of time to actually get a new thought going. I just kind of, you know, I focused on it for a moment and then I was done. And that's not necessarily enough. You got to actually focus. You got to stay there. You got to stay, you know, laser, laser line focus. And, and, and a calculator is not something you particularly love. I don't think <laughs> it's not going to grab your attention very Pro much. Probably not. No. I mean, it, it does sit here because I do use it, but even when I'm using it, I'm using it for you know five seconds at a time. So it doesn't really become a major part of my life. <laughs> no, no. I mean, taking some subject that, that you really, really love can be a massive um, advantage mm. to you. So, uh, and finding subjects that you love and then milking them and then, mm. Because you've milked them, you've activated them stronger in the law, you know, for the universal law of attraction to respond to, and it's easier to go milk them at a, at, at a later stage. So mm -hmm. you, you get these different topics which you start having when you practice a law of attraction, which are, you know, milk, milking the, the, the sweet honey of the, the great thoughts that, mm -hmm. that you have, and you start having a collection of them, and then you start um, <clears throat> using them as set um, points of attraction to go to when you are stuck in something that is holding you back in some shape or form. Um, the other, the other option you had for Bohemian Rhapsody is to see the beauty in it. True. Listen, listen to, listen to the same subject, but in a different way. <clears throat> um, and, 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 and really appreciate it because it is an incredible piece of music and, and there are aspects of it you could definitely try and enjoy, you know. Um, so, you know, you can put your attention on those aspects you enjoy about it as well. That's, that's another way of doing it. So. Of course, that also keeps me focused on Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, but again, on, on the positive side. Yeah, oh yeah, 
Yeah, but but yeah, I'd already so, made the decision. I, I was done with it. I wanted to turn it off. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but the off switch didn't work. <laughs> so, well, let me teach you about the law of attraction. Oh, yes. When you say no to something, you're saying yes to something you don't want. <laughs> oh, of course. How silly of me. It's an important point for for a lot of listeners to really. It's an important point for me. I mean, that little 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 thing because it slips in everywhere. It, it? Oh God, it's, it's crazy! I, I, I literally I made that mistake this morning. I did it this morning. I mean, how long have I been talking about law of attraction now? First thing I tried this morning was to turn it off. Like, mm. you know, did I not learn anything over the last twelve years? <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. It's just amazing. It, it goes back to my, my mentor's statement to me once upon a time. He said, yeah, I understand this all intellectually and it's all great, but you know, it's not working very well for me. She said, Louis, practice, 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 practice. She went on for half an hour. I said, okay, Jay, I got it, I got it, I got it. Half an hour. I got it, I got it, I got it. It left a stark impression on me, and um, it, it, it's uh, w- once you understand how to change a subject, practice it. Once you, you know, step three is all about redoing. Um, I mean, step four is all about redoing. Step three is redoing the allowing, redoing the focusing on what you want, redoing, redoing, redoing. Um, and uh, you know, it's a very, very important step in the in the five step. Six step, seven step, eight step process that they've now got. Yeah, um, how many do they have now? I don't even know. <laughs> I think they do have about eight or nine. Is that right? um, <laughs> it's so simple. There are only but, eight but, or nine steps. <laughs> well, it is simple. There's three steps. <laughs> Wait a minute. You just said it was eight or nine. <laughs> you can take it to the level of simplicity you want so or, or complexity. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what I like. It's the same thing about this Jinshin Jitsu, this energy work that I've been doing. Um, you really can do it simply or complexly, depending on what your your mind needs that day. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, so controlling your focus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a thought that I was going to, and I completely forgot what it was. It was a good one, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this chair is quite an interesting LOA manifestation. So oh, really? We, do, do, do you have IKEA in America? I'm oh, curious. yes. Yeah, we have IKEA. Okay. So yeah. you know exactly what I'm talking about when yep. I say IKEA. Mm-hmm. So my wife and I were wandering around IKEA to look for something else completely, and we saw this chair. And I thought, that's great. My, my old chair is going, so I really need to get a new one. Um, but not today because I've got a whole lot of other things to do. So we came back, and my wife was looking on one of the Facebook groups, local ones, and there somebody was selling a brand new uh, – no, so not a brand new. had been sitting in their house for about five months, didn't want it anymore, so it was brand new, hadn't been used, and I got it for 20 pounds. Wow. And I walked down the corner and picked it up, which is easier than going all the way down yeah, no in, kidding. In, to, to Ikea and then picking it up, and I got it for like – complete for almost nothing and you know you've got the wastage thing they didn't throw in a dump and all the rest of it. So, you know it really works and i really love the, those kind of things so, yeah that's beautiful um, but- it's interesting so i put my focus on it and i really appreciated it and i left it and walked away and because the law of attraction works <clears throat> fairly well for me at the moment um because when you're in a more positive place you just tend things just tend to work for you so beautifully um 
the universal law of attraction picked up on it. And now when I'm appreciating things, I spend a little more time focusing on the appreciation of it. Mm, yes. You know, when I was wandering around, I was actually looking at the chair, sat in it, I swiveled it, you know, and I was really like, oh, this, this, I could enjoy this in my office. That's really cool. You know, and I love the, the seat. You know, I love the fact that you can take the arms off as well. Because I always sit mostly in the lotus position, which I'm sitting in the, mo- in the moment. Uh-huh. Because most of my most of my time, I'm sitting in, in, in a lotus position on a chair. So okay. I just don't want something with a back now and again. And sometimes I want to be straight backed. Um, but I like the the posture aspect of it. So I like a swivel chair. I like things that move backwards and forwards easily. Um, there's one other thing that I'm in visualizing at the moment is. <clears throat> Although these these wheels are really really good, um, I want some of those ro- rollerblade wheels for it. Rollerblade wheels. Yeah, so you know there's like soft jelly type rubbery right. things on the rollerblade wheels. So you you can buy them to replace in almost any chair. Oh no kidding! I didn't know that. Yeah, so they don't damage your your flooring and all the rest ah, of it. So okay. they're they're really easy to slide around. Yeah. Um, so that, that's that's another thing I'm busy manifesting at the moment. We'll that's good. See how they pop up. Yeah, I like that. Um, but but another thing, my wife's been very clear about wanting um, a new box in the garden for her plants, oh. and we we always make them. So um, <clears throat> I went off to to think about it and my wife spends a lot of time focusing clearly on what she wants so we went outside we we looked at the the area we looked at the measurements and all the rest of it and we created a very clear picture of it and all the rest of it and i said to her you know it's really going to be challenging putting it together because i'm the guy who does most of the together stuff and it it's not the easiest thing so we, we which was an obstacle I was putting in my own way. Sure. That thought. And when we arrived at it, it was a little bit more challenging putting the box together, which it really, I could have shortened that and made that a lot easier by clearer thinking. So when we were outside, there's this sheet that is covering a whole lot of my exercise bags um, outside because we we needed the space somewhere else. So I put it outside, put a nice little cover over it and all the rest of it, plastic cover. And when I was working with the tools in the garden to make this box, um, I put some some tools on top, and I was thinking, God, better not tear this plastic, because if I do, I'm going to damage um, the goods underneath because mm-hmm. of the, the rain and all the rest of it. Mm. So, of course, I damaged it. Yep. <clears throat> My wife said, you should know better. And I said, yes, I should. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Darn, I can't get away with anything. The, the, the plastic will stay, stay strong and safe and secure. It was not a thought in my mind. It was a better not tear, better not tear, which, yes. of course, at all. So. Yeah. It really is um, annoying, I tell you. I mean, I'm, I, I truly get annoyed by it. <laughs> and, of course, every time that I get annoyed by it, that ensures that I'm going to have more opportunities to be annoyed by it. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was really quite a lot of fun um, putting it together, and, and it looks absolutely brilliant. It's, it's, it's top-notch. Uh, so we bought some decking, and, and this decking's guaranteed for 10 years. My wife wants something that's really solid. And we made a nice long box with two sides, put it all together, drilled all the holes, put all the screws in, you know, made it really firm and tight and strong. And, um, you know, this will last many, 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 many years. Mm-hmm. And you can't actually buy something like that, not with the exact dimensions, etc. You just can't go out and right. buy it. 
Um, well, the amount we paid for the wood and all the rest of it was still quite excessive because we got the best quality we could. Um, so we could get the duration, and it was really hard for that saw to to, to saw through the um, to, real, through that high quality wood. Real high so, wood, hard wood. Know, yeah, it, it was great. You know, at the end. We made it look absolutely spot on. It looked beautiful. Mm. You know, I even countersunk the screws the whole trip, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good for you. But Good for you. At the end, the, the satisfaction my wife and I felt of putting this thing together for a couple of hours in the afternoon was, was amazing. There's something about getting your hands dirty now and again. It's just so cool. You sound like um, my wife in a sense. Guys, because my wife yeah, was the gardener. I was, I was just about to Say the same, you know, your, your wife's a gardener can probably yeah. appreciate that story. Yeah. Um, yeah, really, really, really enjoy that. It's interesting, too, because this year is a little bit of a different year for us because of the illness that Louise went through. It took a lot out of her. Of course. And, and so course. for the first time in years, she has not wanted to get, she has not been excited about opening up the gardening season, which is a different experience. And, of course, when you put yourself into a place of saying, well, I really don't want to do this and this isn't going to be fun and so forth. Then the first two steps, you find that you really don't want to be doing this and it isn't going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) And that's indeed what has happened. It's been a, it's been kind of a challenge to kind of, uh, relax into it and to feel good about it and to say, you know what, everything's working out. And, um, the goal, we have one main goal for the year and some minor goals and, and that main goal is going to come true really soon and get into that face place of feeling good about what it is that we really want. Um, which of course yeah. is partly about knowing what it is that you want this year. We don't have a problem with that one. Actually, there are some years, you know, where it's been a little bit less clear this year. It was really, really clear what we wanted and, or and especially what she wanted, which is it's her business. Mm-hmm. So it's more important what she wants than anything else. I, my, my goal is to, and my job is to be there to support her in, in what it is that she wants. But, um, mm. yeah, she, it's, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's a funny thing how when we're, when, even when we're focusing on what it is that we really want, we still get dragged down into what we don't want. We allow ourselves to just shift our attention away and to start focusing on all the different ways that what we want isn't going to happen. Mm. And and that's really where the battle lies, right there. In fact, calling it a battle makes it a battle. But that that's where the, the struggle takes place. The struggle takes place in maintaining our focus, literally, on what we want. It sounds so straightforward. It sounds so simple to say you just focus on what you want. Doesn't that sound simple? It just sounds as easy as can be. And yet we find all the different kinds of ways to focus on anything but. It's really remarkable. So, so, well, just imagine bringing up some kids with the law of attraction and having their kids bring up their kids with the law of attraction. <clears throat> you know, you can just see how the progression of the thought process, because we carry a lot of baggage from our parent upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, an apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. So right. we have active vibrations of their teaching going on in us. And, you know, it's going to become easier over generations and generations, I think. Of course, some generations may break away from it and hate it and, you know, and, and all the rest of it. So, you know, you've got to, you've got all that to contend with. <clears throat> but I still think that, you know, looking at how big this law of attraction groups are, they're just massive. You know, mm. you can see that people are really, really un- Having the law of attraction change their life, having the awareness of how to practically put it into their lives, absolutely blowing them away um, on, on lengths and degrees. So, 
you know, I, I'm just excited for to see how many people are, are getting into it and, and moving forward with it and 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 recognizing its influence in their lives. You know, it's to me, it's I, I'm so happy and proud of all those people doing that. That's a good thing. There's some music in the background, which I'm quite unsure where it's coming from. It may be coming from my head. Remember, I was playing Bohemian Rhapsody before, so you never know. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Um, well, as you I were doing, I have to close my browser. I can't even focus with that. Oh no! Yeah, it did come from a browser. It might be an ad popped up. Or something. Ah, okay. It's gone now. Well, when when you were talking about that, you know what was going through my head was the idea that all of life. All of physical experience, everything that we go through, the universe, our, the people around us, our experiences, they're all acting as mirrors to what's going on in our head. So you know the concept, the concept of, of everything yeah, being, a, being yeah, a mirror. Yeah. Well, and you create your reality, so of course everything is a mirror. Everything is a mirror, right. Yeah. And, everything and, is a mirror of your thinking, yeah. And as you were describing um, that little scenario there, it was like in my mind – all these mirrors were being put up. It's like I was seeing mirrors going up in place. Mm. And every single thought that you identified, there was a new mirror. There was a new mirror. Mirrors, mirrors, mirrors. And then the phrase came into my mind, it's all done with mirrors. Uh-huh. Which is a phrase that's usually associated with the world of sleight of hand, magicians and so forth. You know, using mirrors okay. in order to deceive you that you think something's mm-hmm. going on when actually that's not what's really going on. Well... This is a different way of using mirrors. This is mirrors uh, that you're using in order to know what's going on. Mm. In other words, it's exactly the opposite of what a stage magician's show is all about. The stage magician is there to to happily deceive you so that you're enjoying this thing that really isn't going on, but you think that it is. <laughs> Whereas when we're using the mirrors, we're using them, at least we're trying to learn to use them, to create something that we do know is going on, and in, in knowing it, it actually goes on. It's a it, it's a similar tool, but it's used differently. Well, the illusionist, what are they doing? They they uh, you you're still perceiving exactly what you what you want, aren't you? You go to a magician, well, sure. to see magic. Oh yeah. So 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 you're not really being deceived. You you you're getting what you want. Oh absolutely, you're manifesting yeah. the illusion. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. Nothing much to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the illusion is part of where we uh, where we find the entertainment, and the enjoyment. Well, 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 you take in a magician sitting in an audience watching another magician. He's going to know what's going on. He's not mm-hmm. going to see it. He's going to see through it. So he's going to see. He's going to know what he. You know, he's going to see a different reality, isn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, that the, the there was a television show I remember that aired. It may still be on. I don't know. Here in the U.S., uh, featuring Penn and Teller. Uh, the, the magicians and, and uh, they were they're, they're, the goal of the show was to have people come onto the show, contestants come onto sh- to the show, and try to perform magic acts that Penn and Teller couldn't see through. Mm. Which is an interesting thing. That's basically it, what, what I was thinking about. What it's like from their perspective. From their perspective, mm. they were looking to see if there was somebody who could entertain them, and nobody could entertain them <laughs> because they kept seeing through all the tricks. <laughs> So I guess there was sort of a, 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 a sort of a twisted entertainment going on. You can't entertain me. Go on, I challenge you. You can't do it. <laughs> <clears throat> you, you'll probably find somebody who's damn good at the law of attraction will, will 
blow their socks off. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that happened, that happened, that happened. And you're not on stage and you didn't practice it. <laughs> because truly, I mean, all the things Christ did, etc., they're all clarity on the, on, on the law of attraction. Mm. Yeah. This is somebody who truly understands how to, how to use the law of attraction. And... <clears throat> And and there are some people that are absolutely brilliant at it. They're, they're absolutely brilliant. Um, this is the second. Now, this is the same topic I had before. I it just slipped away again, but I'm going to get it back this time. I know I. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when that happens. But all right. Oh I'm, yes. I'm good at sidetracking. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not you. I'm doing it. Um, there is a growing consensus going on within what I will call alternative circles. So it's all people who are involved in the law of attraction, deliberate creation, but also expand it out to the other, uh, what you might call the new age stuff. Um, anything from the astrologists and the numerologists to uh, um, energy healers to, you know, I mean, just expand it out to all the different people who are doing alternative modalities. There's a growing consensus among that larger community that there is an energy shift going on on earth and and you've even referenced it uh through abraham how abraham says that that time period the, the the delay the amount of time we have to focus on something before we get a new thought it has reduced i think from 17 to 14 seconds you said yeah so that yeah. that's kind of indicative of it that there, there there is an energy shift toward the positive that's been going on and the consensus seems to be that it's accelerating and that was the part i wanted to ask you about do you first of all i think the answer is probably yes but do you see an energy sh shift going on or do you feel it or do you experience it and second do you think it's it's accelerating do you think more and more people are are coming into their own energetically uh through their own focus taking control of their own minds understanding how this stuff works and is it happening at an accelerated pace? Well, Walt, illusions. Um, how many people live on this planet? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that answers my question, but I think we should probably answer for the audience. So, <laughs> how many What's people? The answer, Walt? Well, let's see. Depending on which way you want to look at it, there's either roughly seven to eight billion or one. Either way. <laughs> Well, if you, under, if you if you read your illusions again, there is only one. There is only one according to illusions. This is true. Mm -hmm. Yep. As, as, so, as soon as uh, Richard Bach said to Donald Shimoda, um, "There's one," and he was very impressed. And he said, "I'm going to go buy you breakfast. This is you know you've really progressed, and this is great." And he said, "And eight billion others." And he said, oh no, no, forget about it. <laughs> so so when people are perceiving this perspective. And we've talked about this before, that the world is moving faster. What they're really perceiving is themselves moving faster, themselves being more in the positive place. Mm -hmm. If you were in a very negative person's body, mind, and, and living their experience, you would come to a conclusion that the world's going to shit, and it's going further down, and it's getting worse. There, there are a lot of people who have expressed that view, actually. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So... <clears throat> You start understanding that this whole idea that the whole world is increasing, etc. The ships that pass in the night, like you and I, who spend a few minutes t together on a on, on a podcast, um, are e even the amount of time I spend thinking about Walt and what he's saying is minimal compared to the amount of time I th I'm thinking about my relationship between me and me and my stuff. This is true. Yeah. So 
99% of everything is between you and you. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a little bit of ships in the dark where we bump into each other as worlds. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yes, in my world, absolutely, Walt, it's definitely going much better and everything's great. And, but I can tell you, for somebody else, it's not. The world is going to pot and it's falling downhill. And I spoke to a guy the other day about this. Um, we were walking down from school. It was one of the dads, and he, he likes bumping into me and chatting to me on the, on the way down. And he said to me, you know, Louis, um, I just listened to the news again today, and there's this war and that war, and there's the fighting, and this is that, and that's all the rest of it, and Satan's got a huge grip on this planet and all the rest of it. And I said, well, that's not actually my perspective. I think the world's going a lot better and all the rest of it, but I understand where you're coming from. Um, I said to him, how much do you listen to the news? Oh, every day I get the newspaper and I listen to it. And, yeah, so, okay. so, you know, are you aware that your thoughts create your reality? And, you know, so you go on and on, you, you get the picture. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he, we had the conversation again about, you know, the, the, he said, you know, with Satan and hell. And I said, well, how do you get rid of Satan? He said, what do you mean? I said, well, you seem to have a big problem with this Satan that's all powerful and all the rest of it. So I said, how do you get rid of them? <laughs> so he, he's confused. He said, oh, no. I said, how about giving him love? What do you mean? I said, well, do you think Satan can handle the vibration of love? Do you think, you think he can survive in the vicinity of pure positive energy? He was like, well, I suppose no. I said, so... If you think about Satan in, in, and you give him love, you destroy him, don't you? Because pure positive energy can't live in pure negative energy. Law of attraction, it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. This doesn't work like that. So you, you can destroy him. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, oh, oh. I said, yeah, now go tell your priest to stand up and say to everybody, love Satan. <laughs> 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 oh, that's no, funny. It's not quite going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> Probably not going to happen in that way either. <laughs> but, that's know, a great joke. I like that. <laughs> Except it wasn't a joke, it was real, but still, it's a good joke. It's uh, funny. I thought it was funny. Very good. At the time. Um, it is so, funny. You have to have the right perspective but, in order to laugh at it, but it's very exactly. funny. <laughs> Um, A lot of people are starting to get that. They're starting to get that, A, there is no Satan. The only Satan there is is when you're focusing on what you don't want. Mm. Um, And and, and when you spend more time there, you amplify it, and then more things that you don't want, you know, so Mm -hmm. happen. And and, and it's really no more complicated than that, but we weren't brought up that way. We got old thinking to deprogram, new, new thinking to program. So that there's a process that goes on, which is, is brilliant because once you get it, you become more empowered. You can start focusing on what you want. You start getting more of it, and everything starts working out better for you, and you get so excited, and, 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 and you're just jumping up and down after a while, and you're like, why are they unhappy? You know, Satan got anything to do with anything, you know? And, mm. and you're just, you're just, you actually, you don't even bump into them anymore because you're not vibrationally harmonious to that, you know? When he was talking about all this, I must have been on quite a low vibration for him even to start the conversation, or he was always at a point where he was ready to change, and he was. I mean, by the time we had finished at the bottom of the road, he was really with me. He was really, you know, um, 
in complete agreement with me and and he was starting to have the idea that he was going to cut down a lot of the news that he was watching and 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 all the rest of it so i thought that's a great place to start brilliant you know i strongly encourage you to do that you know start reading some self-development you know start Mm. getting them onto the other side and uh you know i didn't get around to pointing aloe out but on another walk you know who knows where we'll go from there and 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 endlessly individuals are starting to um, around me are starting to uh, want a greater explanation of the law of attraction, and that's and that's where I really uh, enjoy sharing and teaching. It's 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 my passion. So um, yeah, and, and I bump into these guys all the time, and I really I really appreciate it because that's that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to help people um, expand, and well, more important, I'm looking to enjoy myself. Not really looking to change people so much, more more looking to 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 have people who who are a vibrational match and who who want to know a bit more, you know. Well, that's actually wise. I think you've expressed wisdom in a, in a very short uh, phrasing there, because it's literally impossible for us to change anybody else. The only person mm-hmm. who can change the other person is them. So, very smart of you for saying, you know what? I'm not going to try to change people anymore. That's a good thing. That's a great breakthrough. Like, ah, oh, and I, that's what I've been realizing. Like, I don't, I, I don't really want to change people. I mean, I want to find like-minded people. I enjoy that. You know, I'd like to but find we can more say, of them, We can say statements like, I've changed you, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can use that egotistical phrase, I've changed you. Um, or we can say, Walt changed himself because of me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting out my magic wand. I'm changing Louis. I'm changing Louis. <laughs> I'm a frog now. <laughs> <laughs> I need that princess to kiss me. Um, <laughs> don't tell your wife that. <laughs> Why not? Well, maybe she's the princess. It huh? could be I, the princess. That's possible. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, I'm, I'm very fortunate. My wife is very... Um, uh, she lets me go and speak to anybody because I'm often surrounded because of my, my, my business with, with females. Um businesses and um and 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 she she really gives me complete reign you know and it's 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 enjoyable because it's vice versa as well i mean she can do Mm -hmm. pretty much anything she wants and i i I, you know in the end of the day there's only one thing that's important to me in a relationship do you still want to be with a partner or not Mm -hmm. everything else is immaterial this is true yeah, and it's actually a daily decision. That, I mean, that's what I find. I find myself answering the same way every day. But yeah. every day the decision comes to me and like, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. It's always yes, yep. And one day it may be no. <laughs> Possible. It's just the way it might be. Possible, yeah. but I doubt it <laughs> because I keep saying yep, yep, yep. And so the exactly. law of attraction says, okay, and the law well. law of attraction will amplify it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Nasha has... Uh, uh, is often uh, sharing a lot of stuff and um, I, I don't often take the time to go through her stuff and, and read it on the show, but I figured this is a good time to do it. Um, why do I figure that? I don't know. It just seems like a good time. But I well, just wa- she has had a bit of a breakthrough recently, which um, I, I perceived. Uh, she has had a breakthrough right. and she's been trying to express it here. Um, and I, I think I just wanted to kind of touch on some of the stuff that she talked about because she raises a couple of interesting points that tie in directly to what we've been talking about. Um, I'm I'm kind of cutting off part of what she started with, but she says, 
I'm seriously feeling like I was sleeping from the year 2011 until now. And yet everything was there in the open. I've been very hard and harsh on myself. I just realized during the war attack that she lives in uh, Pakistan, so she's, she's yeah, dealing yeah, with what's yeah. going on with India and Pakistan. Um, that was real, a real awakening call. I'm going through the, a breakthrough, and I was unaware of why I was getting to see my ex, but it was only about him. It was all. It was not only about him, it was also in my dreams that I tracked him down and tell him all I wanted to. Earlier, I would just see him like he vanished on me, that he was never there. I can't believe we human beings can be so stuck in something and not see beyond the hurt. When an ass of a person you're dealing with, no, I, I'll, I'll cut that part out. <laughs> I realized certain, I, I realized certain more things at home. They, they kept on fooling me, and now I can see it. And I, I read that section because of two things. First of all, the way she's expressing things there is the way we humans typically express things. We express things as if it's the outside circumstances that are causing us to do things. And that's very common. I do it myself. I do it a lot on the podcast. Uh, but the simple fact is, I did all those things. I had, I, I created all those things, or in her case, she did. Um, I'm the one who's making all those things happen. I'm the one who's focusing on those things. And I, I really like the fact that she pointed out, I've been very hard and harsh on myself. I've been pointing the same thing out about myself. I've been pointing the same thing out about people. But it also occurs to me that if I keep saying that, I'm going to get more and more of it. So it's time perhaps to turn it around to, I am gentle on myself. I'm kind to myself. I approve of myself. I love myself. I feel good about myself. I approve of what I've been thinking of. I like where I've been going. Huge breakthrough. It's not to be underestimated how, how much of a change that is. So we, we may know the end where she should be, but if she's just going from, um, let's say, revenge to rage, it's a big step. It's a huge it's a step. Big, big steps, and yeah. it must be appreciated. Yeah. Um, you see, so, so a lot of people would say, Nasha, you've got to go all the way to be happy, and you know, you've got to forgive them, and blah, 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 but that's maybe too far. And, and just moving up the scale, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's huge. And if we as humans can appreciate more the, the small changes, which is a, um, vibrationally, which are not that small, they're actually huge. But, um, if we can appreciate going from a negative emotion to a higher negative emotion more, if we can really get the clarity of seeing that in people, um, you know, if somebody's depressed and they're going to revenge and you actually appreciate that instead of saying, oh, no, no, that's terrible, you know. Yeah, take some more drugs because we want to make <laughs> you more docile again and get you more depressed again so that, that you're not you're not revengeful. So, mm. <laughs> um, you know, we really need to get to that place of appreciating the scale of the emotions and, and living with them and working with them. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very... Excited about Nasha and all those people that are that are changing from the really low. And there's a huge depressed culture looking at the Law of Attraction group. Oh yeah. Um, uh, that, that that you know would benefit massively from going to the revenge, rage, um, uh, frustration, don't care. You know, going through those, there would benefit so much. You know, but a lot of people would be saying to them, oh, get happy and get happy, think of happy thoughts, think happy thoughts, but that's not it's too far. vibrationally viable. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not good. So, you I know, mean, Nasha, it, I'm, 
You can't think. I'm really appreciating thoughts. you you sharing your 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 progression online and being accurate about it because yeah. that really helps show us, yeah. you know, the the progression and where you are and, and how it works. So just keep going, keep going up the scale, up the scale. Absolutely, up the scale. that's exactly right. Yeah, that, that that's the point I was going to make. When you're in that depressed state, happy isn't even in view. I mean, it's yeah. just it's just not even within the realm of perception. You just can't even see it. Can't hear it, can't feel it, can't touch it. It's not even there. But what you can reach is frustrated because that's higher up the scale, but it's not Mm. on reach. That one you can see. That one you can experience. Yeah, frustration is, is, was, well, and still is to a degree, a love, huge companion of my life, you know. Huge. Huge. (laughs) You know, I always perceive that I could be doing this better, that better. I think we all do. Something, yeah, which which is fine as long as we don't spend too much time on it. Well, that's it. Spend more time. That's it, right there. Yeah, I mean, you talked beautifully about how important it is to climb that scale and not be afraid of the the fact that you're in a negative end of the scale. Well, the way to do that is, I mean, it's like you you're you're in depression and you want to move up to anger. Do you want to move up to anger because you want to carry out your anger on somebody else? No, you just want to get to the anger because it's higher up on the scale. It doesn't mean that you want to go act it out on everybody. It just means you want to get there. You can act it out on people and it still will feel a lot better than where you were. And again, you're only going to act it out on those people that are vibrational match. Well, that's true. Those people that allow it to happen to them. So it's not like you can force your self on anybody else you know they have to be a vibrational match or you just won't appear at that time when you're angry you know it just won't happen but, but so don't worry too when, much when, about but you're who lands up in, in your firing range because that is who is supposed to land up in your firing range that that's true but there's also the flip side of it which is you don't want to spend a lot of time I, at least i would not want to i'm going to speak for myself i won't speak for everybody else i would not want to spend a lot of time in any of those places because I really don't want to dump my anger on somebody else. I really don't want to take revenge out on somebody else. Even if they're vibrational matches, like, I don't want that because if I do, I know I'm just going to bring more of it to me. My goal isn't to stay there in order to bring more of it on me. My goal is to get there so I can climb higher up on the ladder, not to stay at the lower rungs. <laughs> I don't want to stay in those lower rungs. And I think that's where most people well, really want I'm, to get I'm, to. They I'm want to get higher up. I'm looking at my frustration there, and, and I've spent a lot of time there, a lot of time in frustration lot of time and I've vented that frustration on others uh, over the over the time and you know I'd love to say I don't want to stay there I don't want to stay there but I'm there so you know on some subjects I'm there and and I have to I have to appreciate that venting it and then looking for I don't care which is something that has been very strong in my life as I don't care very strong from as young as I remember, and I never appreciated how high it up, how high up on the scale it was. Yeah. I mean, it's just before the positive emotion. Right. I don't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. Just there, it's right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, uh, um, from frustration to I don't care has happened many, many times for me, many, 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 many times, and then from from I don't care to hope. It's a huge leap. It's a huge leap, and I've, I'm really appreciating appreciating that now. And then, and then from hope to expectation is 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 something I'm on some subjects I'm playing with. But I wouldn't say I've gone much further than that at the moment. You know, I'm really mm-hmm. just playing in 
the I don't care to, to hope side, um, mostly at the moment. On, on, and, and on some subjects, I'm still down on the frustration. It's definitely, but being clear about where you are is also important, especially on different subjects. Mm-hmm. So that you can say, okay, I'm on the, this subject. I'm, I'm in frustration. This one I'm on, don't care. This one I'm in hope. This one I'm in expectation. And this one I'm really loving. I'm excited about. So, <laughs> you know, like, like sharing the law of attraction. So, uh, just just putting those pieces together and being more aware of them and specifically on what subject, you know, I keep on saying the same things again, but it is really important. Know what subject and where you're at on the vibrational scale. Um, and then don't necessarily, if that subject's too big, like the war in Iran, um, in, in Pakistan is, is really getting me down. That's not a subject to focus on. If you, if you, if you can see that, wouldn't it be nice if there was peace, but you can't follow that rocket of desire, then change the subject. Mm. Change the subject to something that you love. Mm-hmm. And it's got nothing to do with the war whatsoever. So just leave it behind. And that, that, that has a double benefit because first of all, it takes you off the subject of the war. And second of all, it takes you off the subject of, of not feeling good. Yeah. So you're doing two things at once, mm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a very valuable tool. This past Thursday, cool. Steve Rowell, who's also from the UK and he's a life coach, um, was unable to make it for the regular podcast on Thursday afternoon. And so he, uh, or actually arranged. I don't he, think I've listened to him. Oh, you got to listen to Steve. Yeah. you like him. He's good. Um, but but Steve, uh, it, it, this is, uh, I think, the second time that he couldn't make it to the podcast, so he actually arranged a substitute, which is, I mean, that's practically unheard yeah, yeah. of. It's pretty cool. I mean, Linda's done that. Um, she, she just did it this past Friday, too, because she wasn't feeling well. But uh, he he sent me somebody, he sent me two people, actually, this past Thursday, uh, Brenda and Jess, and they were both fabulous. Um, but I'm going to point specifically to Brenda. Brenda Florida is her name. Uh, she lives here in the U.S. She lives, I believe, in uh, Colorado. Um I think, I think she's in Colorado. Can't remember for sure. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is she was telling me about this psychiatrist, psychologist, psychiatrist here in the U.S., apparently very, very famous in psych- psychiatric circles, who in the second half of his career, wherever the second half starts, has been focusing on spirituality and vibration and this kind of thing. Not so much law of attraction, but just you know trying to understand how the spiritual uh, components work. And using muscle testing on a variety of subject, subjects, he has been able to piece together the idea that there is a logarithmic scale of vibration and that uh, he, he measures it. I don't remember what the uh, the units are, but he measures it in, in, in a numeric scale of like a vibration of 100, a vibration of 200, 300, and so forth. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I've, but, seen, I've seen the chart. You've yeah. seen that one, okay. And, yeah. and, and each step up the chart, it isn't actually a, a numeric increase. It's a logarithmic increase. So it's like a hyperbolic curve going up there. Right, 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 right. And, and when you One were talking... One person is more in alignment, is more powerful than millions who aren't. Right, right. Sense. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So when you were talking about how um, the step from I don't know to hopeful is such a huge step, that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about that hyperbolic yeah, of, aspect of the exponential. To it. Yeah. Aspect to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she actually now she told a story. This is what I wanted to ask you about. She told a story about how she had had an experience one time. She didn't go into detail about it, um, but uh, she had had this experience where she had through some approach or other some for, for some reason she was able to focus on the right way. I don't know what, but she had risen high, high, high up into the scale. 
Now, apparently 500 and above is pure spirit. 500 below is earthly form. And she'd risen well above 500. And it had scared her so much, and she was so unprepared foundationally at the lower levels, that she got up there and then she crashed. And the crash, she described it in a way that sounded like it was traumatic. It was a very traumatic crash, and it scared the daylights out of her. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you about that to, to ask you, well, first of all, have you ever experienced anything like that? I can't say I've ever experienced anything like that. But secondly, do you think that that kind of crash happens more often than not when someone experiences rising up for the first time after being in these the nether regions for, for as long as we tend to in this physical life. Do you think that that's a common experience or do you think that's uncommon or is it, does it matter? Maybe it doesn't even matter, but what do you think about it? Well, what's our teacher in, in, in the physical universe? Well, what's our teacher? Yeah. <laughs> that's a broad question. What's our teacher? No, it's a very simple one. Go down to basics. Don't, don't, don't get stuck in the word teacher. Our own experience, I guess. Contrast. All right. Okay. So when, when you experience pure positive energy and you're sitting in your vortex and you can see everything you want and ideas are flowing to you and it's awesome and it's amazing and, 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 and you know you can have, be or do anything you want and then suddenly you're thrown into your, how am I going to get that? When am I going to get that? Mm. Why hasn't it happened yet? Why am I not feeling like that anymore? It is a massive contrast, a massive, massive contrast, and it's mm -hmm. really, really unpleasant. Okay. Yeah, it's so a big shift. That's what you find. Law of attraction. People are are spending a lot more time. Um, are, are starting to feel incredibly negative emotion once they start dipping down. Mm -hmm. and it's strong. Okay. It's like, mm. whoa, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to go there. It's not right. It doesn't feel good and it's terrible. And I want to get out of it quickly. Mm. And you're clear about it. And that's because you spend a lot of time on the positive, uh, more positive areas. And when you dip in, it's like, ah, this is not for me. I'm not, I'm not a vibrational match to that anymore. I want to out. I want to out. I want out. But it's strong. It's mm. really strong. Mm -hmm. And that's all she's experiencing. Um, and just to give you an example of something I did experience once, um, so I'd studied the spiritual path where you learn to you go into this definition of the word spiritual as well. So <clears throat> you, you learn to channel the Holy Spirit, which is not Holy Spirit, which we call um, the word, the mm -hmm. pure positive energy, the source energy. You, you channel, channel, channel. You open yourself up to the pure positive energy, which means you become a vibrational match to it. Okay. So we, we're taught to do that, and we do spiritual exercises to increase your vibration, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I was lying in the bed one day, and I went to sleep. I woke up sometime at night, and I felt this huge black force pressing down on my chest, and it was almost like an entity, okay? And it completely, completely paralyzed me. I couldn't move a single muscle. Mm. I was 100% awake, 100% paralyzed. Wow. Okay. So I tried with all my might to move a single finger or an arm or anything. I couldn't move anything. And this, this force that was pushing down on me was so black and horrible. So then I thought, okay, I give up. 
because trying with my power and my strength is not working. So let me open myself up to the source energy, the spirit energy, and let, me, let it just flow through me. And because my desire to get out of this was so strong because of the fear that this mm. entity had generated with me, I became more scared of the power of the source energy than I was of this entity by the wow. time I was finished. It yeah. blew this thing to pieces and poured through me like this huge waterfall just pouring through me. Every every um, millimeter of my body was glowing and, and, and wow. full of energy. And, and, and I was so scared of it that I wanted to shut that off too, which <laughs> I managed to do. <laughs> but it was giving me an idea of the contrast going mm. on there. So, you know, I was actually thinking of bringing that story up sometime in, 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 in the podcast, and you mm. gave me a perfect opening to do yeah. it. Um, so, yes, it's just really a contrast thing. So, again, because I was really on a very negative vibration, I found out later that that is a typical witch doctor attack on an individual. Really? In South Africa. In, in Africa. Uh, that black force waking up, frozen, can't move, um, etc. Everything I experienced was atypical a witch doctor attack or you know somebody can pay a witch doctor to attack an individual uh, out there and that's the kind of thing that they do but i never had that ever happen to me again nobody came in near me again <laughs> i don't think <laughs> if anybody was actually attacking me and it wasn't me attacking me then you know which it really was in a way the, the interesting thing was that i never knew that this was anything atypical i never heard about it or anything at a witch doctor um, that that was an atypical scenario of how they, they would attack somebody. Atypical? Why atypical? Well, I don't know what the word atypical means. I thought it meant typical. Oh, no, t- atypical is the opposite. Unusual. Oh, oh typical. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> I've, always, I've been using it wrong for quite a while. <laughs> oh, well. Hey, that's all right. We help you so, clear it quite, out. Quite, quite a typical um, uh, method of which they use, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, when you were describing that, and actually, I see we only have about a marriage or two left, so we have to be a little quick here, but um, it reminded me of a positive experience I had with Linda Armstrong. Um, there was one particular day where uh, she was working with me, but she was working with all of our audience at the same time. It was sort of a meditation kind of a thing. Um, but she came to me saying, well, first of all, can I come to you? I said, yes. She came to me energetically. And I actually mm-hmm. experienced her energy coming to me. Now, she was coming to me mm-hmm. in a very positive energy, so it felt really, really good. Mm-hmm. But I, I was a, I was impressed, literally impressed, by how how powerful that energy surge was. So I'm asking myself, you know, if somebody tried to come at me with an energy surge that was entirely negative, what would that be like? I could see how that would actually be, you know, where you can't move, where you just feel totally immobilized. <laughs> then I could see mm-hmm. that. Um on the other hand, I can also see exactly what you described, that it does make sense to me that uh, it, it, when you can let the source energy in, to be, <laughs> I love the way you phrased that. You were more afraid of the source energy than you were of the thing that was attacking you. Like, really interesting way to describe well, it. Well, you're dealing with the power that creates worlds. So it's an interesting way to use law of attraction because you were in a state of fear. So you used fear to your best advantage. You used fear by yeah. saying, yeah, I'm more afraid of the source energy than I am of this black thing. Like, poof, okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was very liberating for for a while having the black um, force really quickly and immediately removed. Mm. But then 
the the power of the 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 source energy was just pouring through so strongly for so long afterwards that I was like ah. <laughs> so it was but overwhelming then. Re- really great, um, great experience. That's yeah. something I'll never forget. Yeah, don't don't regret either side of the the story. Or well, it's just. Um, I, I mean, we we like to end our episodes on on a high. That sounds like about as high as we've ever ended on. So we'll we'll just end it right there. That, that's a good one. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but this has been great. Thank you so much, and thank you to our live stream audience and to our podcast audience. By the way, if you're not a subscriber, be sure to become one. You can find the instructions at our website, LOAToday.net. And Louie, I'll be talking to you a week from this morning. Yeah, fantastic. Carpe diem. All right. Cheers, guys. Have a great one. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.